0: Welcome to the United Podcast. You're with Larry here. Um, Tom's enjoying a lovely cruise away with his wife. So happy anniversary to you, mate. Hope you're having the time of your life, though you're not really going to listen to this podcast since you don't have access to the internet. Um, I, and I hope he's having a better time than what United are at the moment jeez um well I thought I'd just get something out to you guys um, I won't keep you for too long the festive period is a us among us I should say and uh, I, at the very start uh, at the top of the recording I just want to wish you all a merry Christmas and happy new year um, and then but we should hopefully be back um, in a couple days time um so let's talk about the result this morning um again a two 0 loss to Watford and feel like a broken record saying this but midfield is the issue but the other issue here is just the lack of effort wasn't there like I think the players want to win I I don't think any player goes out into a football match wanting to lose of course but the issue being there just seemed that Watford wanted it more for all the 50 50s the amount of times that we lost possession I feel like there was an element of complacency here because they were bottom of the league, United thought they could just turn up and the result would just happen. According to reports, um, the Reds were late uh, to get to the stadium, um, arriving just about an hour before kickoff. That's quite disruptive. Um, and of course, I, without knowing what the regular protocol is, I'm almost certain that you would expect that they would be getting to the stadium well before... Um, an hour before kickoff. It's quite disruptive. You need to go through your warm ups and talk about your plan for the game, etc. Uh, let's talk about individual performances. Um, I thought the Jesse Lingard miss was crucial in the end, wasn't it? But I feel like that's being highlighted because, again, we struggle to create clear cut chances against defenses that create a low block. Um, Yes, he should have done better. Um, You just like to think, you know, great play from Martial to put him through. And he just needs to go under the goalkeeper's armpit, doesn't he? He just needs to aim for the corner. But instead, he's going for the chip. And very Welbeck-esque against a Bayern Munich. Um, I'm certain it was against Munich. um, Maybe 2013, uh, under the glorious season that was David Moyes. But... That's just the way it goes. And again, i very sloppy with possession. Lindelof, Maguire, giving away possession on a number of occasions. Um, let's talk about the Watford goals. Uh, David De Gea. I don't know what's happening, but that's two weeks in a row now where clear-cut errors from the goalkeeper has led to goals. And it's been going on for the best part of 18 months now. I, I, he's been playing pretty well this season, to be fair. He's not quite... The De Gea that we know he can be, but he's been pretty good. And the fact that he's now creating such errors, I'm just. We just need to find a way to get his confidence back up. And if we can start scoring more goals where he doesn't feel the pressure of needing to defend so much, I think that will help. De Gea has never been the strongest at crosses, and I think that's just a Spanish goalkeeper thing because when they come from La Liga, not a not a league known for crossing the ball a lot of the football is just played on the floor but yeah he needs to do better there just be more confident and be more assured of yourself he's definitely capable um he's a big frame now he's not the young boy who came to united anymore um and on his day he's the best goalkeeper in the world um i've seen people say he's not world class or he's finished like it's just absolute nonsense he's a wonderful goalkeeper and he's the best goalkeeper we have I understand the argument that have that people would say, you know, bring in Romero for a couple of games. Maybe De Gea just needs a break. But, again, I'm not sure that that's the right thing to do to give a player that confidence. And, look, Romero's playing most cup games. So, De Gea is getting pulled in and out, really. He's playing all the Premier League games. But, hopefully, hopefully we'll see an upturn in form, not just from him, but in the team. Um... <laughs> I think Harry Maguire actually played a quite a good game, but again, we're back to that original issue for me where I don't feel like Maguire and Lindelof have a good understanding of each other and where they're going to be. i um, looking at the second goal since we're on the topic of defense. Juan um, Bissaka, um, the way he goes in a tackles is the best way for him to, you could just see him becoming a cult hero, can't you? But When you tackle like that, there's going to be a time when 9 out of 10 times you're making that tackle. Today was 1 out of 10 when, unfortunately, he concedes a penalty, clear-cut penalty as well, and just an ill-timed tackle. Um, I'm not going to be too hard on him for it, but I think there needs to be work with the coaching team around how he's positioning himself in defense, because he seems to... He's obviously a quick player. He likes his winger to get on the outside of him, almost so he can run you down and tackle you. He could save himself a lot of headache if he just positions himself better and learns to read the game better, but he is 21 years of age, and that will come with time. So I don't want to be too hard on him, but... Again, a poor tackle and United go 2-0 down in quick succession in the second half. Um, And then the most talked about man, it seems in football, being Paul Pogba. Makes his return um, off the bench and let's be frank, he was the best player on the pitch, um, including everyone who started. He comes on and instantly we look like we can create something. His long ball to Rashford um, around the 70th odd minute, Absolutely brilliant. He's the only player in this team capable of pulling off such a ball. His um, soul scars then put on Greenwood. He's brought on Mata. thought Greenwood was quite lively as well. Um, the chip over the top for Greenwood as well. Uh, brilliant from Pogba. Um, and Greenwood, to his credit, right option. Just lacked the execution on the chip to beat the goalkeeper. But again, a young kid who... In an ideal situation, you shouldn't need to bring him on to save something. That's a lot of pressure for a young boy. I feel like Solskjaer has managed him well, to be fair. Brought him in and out of games. He's not playing an excessive amount of football. But, again, in an ideal situation, you don't want that pressure on him. You'd love him to just be in an experienced team where you can just bring him on when we're 2-3-0 up and just play good minutes of football to continue his development. Nonetheless, um, Pogba was very bright. um, But again, we can't be relying on Paul Pogba against Watford. And again, um, and we saw this with Paris Saint-Germain. Granted, I don't think Watford have the quality to shut down Pogba the way they did. But if you recall back to that first leg against PSG uh, last season, what they did really well when Pogba was in that real purple patch is they just shut him out of the game. I believe it was Makinos, who they just got on him the whole game. And that almost nullified United completely. Um, I'm concerned that that can happen again. Um, He was clearly very creative today, promising cameo. Um, And unfortunately, whether you love him or you hate him, he's the only player in our team who's got the ability to unlock a low block of defense. And again, that reiterates the point that we really need to strengthen midfield in January if we can. Um, If the players are not available, they're not available, but... If we can, we need to get someone with much-needed creativity. I'd also love a deep-lying midfielder, just someone who can hit a ball into the final third. Very Carrick-esque, you know, someone who can just protect that back back four but also put a ball into the final third. Just imagine if you have a creative force as a, a number eight or even in a number six role next to Pogba. If you can do that, they might mark him, but then you've got that other creative force, Someone like Saul Niguez, um, in an ideal world, I'd love a Tony Cruz, but that's not going to happen. If we can just get someone creative, you'd love James Madison, but I don't think that's a deal that can be done in January, given how well Leicester are doing. Um, And to be fair to Madison, why would you want to leave at the moment? Um, They could go on and achieve something great. I've seen the calls to say Solskjaer needs to adapt more tactically, and I understand that, but I also understand that you can only play with the tools that you got. And if you look at what's available in our squad, I don't think, even if he wants to adapt, how much more could he really change things up? I think going to a four-three-three is very important, given now that Pogba is back. I feel like if you can play him in a free role, much like we saw when Oli um, first came in, you'll see United gain more points and... Beat more of these teams who do sit in that low block, but it's not going to solve the solution. There does need to be strengthening there. And like I said, if you can get that strength around him, I feel like United will be stronger as a whole. Controversial opinion incoming. I thought when Martial went to the left-hand side, he looked a lot more dangerous. And I just think he's better as a left-winger. And I do think he's a better left-winger than Marcus Rashford. I know Rashford's got a ridiculous amount of goal return at the moment and is in a real purple patch, but if you're talking about to me who's the better footballer, it's Martial. We saw when Jose first, um, maybe it was the second season, it was Rashford starting Martial off the bench and it seemed to be for a good period there that whoever was coming off the bench was scoring the goal. Um, If if you remember the early days of 4-0 FC, I'd almost like if I were Solskjaer, I'd be really tempted to move Martial back to the left wing. But when we have strength in the centre-forward position, if you can get Haaland in, which to me it looks like that deal should happen, that might be an option. Um, if you're thinking long-term, I'd love to see United probably get another two centre-forwards. You could probably play Martial and Rashford as your two left wingers. And then you have Dan James and, again, a right winger. I think long-term, that could be a really strong force to reckon with. Now, whether Martial would accept playing on the wing again, I don't know. He definitely prefers to be a centre-forward. But I think he's really good with his back-to-goal. He's just a bit slow at releasing the ball. It's something he could get better at. But, again, this is a results-driven business. Do you have the patience all the time to really develop these players the way that, sure, they might improve over time, but we don't have 12 months to see an upturn in results. We need to see it now. Otherwise, Oli might be out of a job. I don't get the sense that the board are turning on him, but if he does continue to lose, and we saw this with the City and the Spurs results, if you do continue to lose, the pressure can build very quickly. We need to see a bounce back now. We've got our game on uh, Boxing Day uh, for the UK, Um, Newcastle. We need to see a result there. Would you make any changes? Uh, I I would. Um, I think Pogba has to start now. Um, He's fit. So you just got to get him into the team. I'd love to see Axel brought in for Lindelof. Again, I don't think Lindelof was terrible today, but I just think that... Axel's just a bit more aggressive, and he's got a bit more pace. Now, if you think about Maguire's lack of pace, that would be a good combination. You compensate for what the other doesn't have. If you think of Vidic and Rio, and of course, Axel or Lindelof and Maguire are not at that level. But what Vidic lacked with ball-playing ability, he brought with aggression. Rio was also aggressive, but he was known more for his ball-playing finesse. But he was a wonderful defender. They complemented each other really well. Vidic went through brick walls. What I really liked out of Maguire today was a real sense of aggression in his play. And I thought that he's really starting to be a mainstay of that defense. His his best performances have definitely been in the last four or so games. His positional play is really good. Yes, he does lack a bit of pace, but overall his positional play is good enough that he can get away with it. Um, And he will continue to improve. I have no doubt that our coaching staff is working with the team to make sure that every player is improving. But he's solidified himself. And look, no one's going to justify the price tag. That's just football. We crack on with it. Um, So I'd love to see Axel brought in. If I'm looking at midfield, I think you just have to stick with Fred, McTominay and Pogba. Um, That's the best we have at the moment. You could say Matic, um, I personally am finished with Matic, um, I don't think he offers anything that Fred and McTominay don't, but granted there will be rotation, um, we've two. Well, we've got the Newcastle game and then we've got Arsenal um, a few days later, so games are coming thick and fast. So it'll be interesting, um, and again you just got to stick with that front three, don't you? <clears throat> Pardon me, you just got to go with Martial up front, Rashford on the left, um, James as well actually at... Uh, James, for me, you can't play him in these games where there's going to be a low block of defense. He's most effective when he can run in behind a defense. That's why he was so dangerous against City, so dangerous against Spurs. These low blocks, I think that was one of his worst games today, Dan James. And again, he's a young player as well, but it just shows the need to reinforce. Um, I'm all for bringing in kids. But again, you just need to... We need to stress the fact that we do need signings. And this is the reality of where we're at. So if you're going to call Oli out, you might be right. Maybe he's not the man for the job. Maybe he could be more tactically adaptable. But he needs the tools and he needs the time to be able to change it up, to have a plan B. When the team is strong enough, like we were in the 90s and the early 2000s, then sure. You can play one style of football, and it can be that dominant that you'll never need to adjust it for any sort of team. But we're not there yet, and we don't have the team capable to win. So let's give Oli time. Let's get behind the team, and let's hope that we can push on. and Hopefully, um, look. let's be honest, the Europa League will probably be our best chance at getting back into the Champions League. But with the games coming thick and fast, we're not right out of it yet. If we can strengthen in January, Chelsea look a bit wobbly as well. Granted, they had a good win on the weekend, but they're not a lock. Um, Spurs, again, having wobbles as well. So the opportunities are there if we can find an element of consistency, which we've seen most of this team do under Oli last year. I'll leave it at that. Um, To wrap up, let's do our 3-2-1s. Looking at the Colchester game, Uh, I'm going to give three points to Rashford. Um, He got the double. He played really well. So he gets it there for me. Um... Who else played well in that game? It was all just uh, sort of in spurts, wasn't it? Um, I'll give two points to Martial. I thought he was quite good. Um, And he scored a good goal there at the end. And People need to remember, Rashford's purple patch coincided with Martial's return to the team. And I don't think that that's a coincidence. Um, Just throwing the two cents out there. And one point. It's a difficult one. Let's say... You know what? This might be controversial. Might give it to Ashley Young. To even... um, You know what? Let me just have a quick look at the lineup. Uh, Men United, Colchester. That game feels like a blur, doesn't it? I'll come back to the one point there. Um, And then if we're... Yes, a slow slow period, guys. Forgive me. And then if we're going to say 3-2-1 for the Watford game, now that's difficult, isn't it? I'm going to say three points to Pogba. Um, I know he only played 30-odd minutes, but I thought he was brilliant for what he did offer. Two points to Harry Maguire. I thought he played really well. Um, Again, I think think he's a mainstay of that defense. And yeah, he gave the ball away a few times, but who didn't give the ball away? Um, I thought it was the best out of a bad bunch. And then if I'm going to go one point, I'm going to say Mason Greenwood. He was quite lively when he came on, offered good movement, made good runs. Um, Shame he couldn't finish the Pogba ball opportunity, but that's just the way it goes, isn't it? I'll leave it there. Um, Enjoy your Christmas, guys. Um, I'll be back for the Newcastle game, hopefully celebrating three points. Cheers. Gracias.